Oh, it's a very good question. And and really, it's multifactorial. When researchers look at it, it can be put down to environment. And there's been a huge amount of evidence showing the relationship between socioeconomic status and risk for obesity, um, urban versus more um, natural environments, um, as well as then um, just this move towards a more sedentary lifestyle where we're stuck in, in a lot of desk jobs. We're not moving as much as we used to. Um, and, and so we have this easy access to high energy dense food, but often of little nutritional value. The stress of our environments also plays a major role. And then, of course, there is a major genetic component that with what we always had as a possible genetic predisposition is now really being realized by all of these environmental factors from, from the stress, from the, the low exercise, low activity, um, the appetite that we have when we are stressed, and then the easy access to high energy dense food that is often not um, really of good nutritional value. Mm. And and one of the reasons you've already talk, talked about is the fact that the food that we eat, can you talk to us about what kind of foods that perhaps we should be looking out for going forward? That's a good question and very broad. Um, but, you know, when you think about just starting off the day right and you wake up and and again you know if you're thinking about if you've woken up had a good night's sleep versus woken up and had just a terrible night's sleep if you're tired you're going to want to go for foods that are very high in energy which is um sort of your your high energy uh, sort of sugary cereals mm. or refined carbohydrate type breads and things like that or or fatty foods that have been deep fried to to get you that energy in the morning and actually what we should be doing is looking at a lot of plant-based foods with good fats and good protein so a, a good thing to start the day with or or really try and get your your day going right is including a um, a fruit or a vegetable at breakfast time. So looking at your different colors from something that you can pick out of the ground or off a tree. So an apple, a banana, um, you know, a tomato with an egg, something like that is a really good start to the day, which is just going to get your body going in the right way. Um, and avoiding things that if you, if you, if there are too many ingredients on the label and you don't know what the ingredients all mean, um, or if you can see that they're high in fat, and an easy way to measure that is by looking at that information. Um, and on those nutritional labels, if you speak to a dietitian, they can give you more education on how to read those labels. But um, it's about learning how much fat is in a product and what types of fats are in a product, how much sugar is in a product, um, and to kind of avoid those those foods that where the first three ingredients have sugar as a main stated ingredient or has um, something like palm oil as a main stated ingredient in those first three ingredients. That's something we want to avoid and rather go for something that, you know, has fewer ingredients and actually um, you can recognize it as being a whole food. Mm. Now, South Africans are people who are quite aware in terms of the kind of diseases to avoid getting. But do you think there's enough awareness in terms of uh, the the, the uh, obesity as one of those to avoid? I think it's often um, 
as you as you just said, you know, it's often considered just this cosmetic issue, mm. or you know, what one looks like is is the big issue around being overweight and obese, and and it's not really the case. When um, with increasing overweight and obesity, with that higher fat that is then sitting around our organs, especially if you've got um, your waist, so the belly fat is really very unhealthy, and that's something that. I think is just a very easy measurement. If you can see that, we, you know, you start getting that apple shape um, in appearance, mm. that is where that fat around your belly is actually increasing inflammation and increasing risk for these diseases. And, and as you so rightly said, it's something that I think, you know, we always think about um, alcohol and smoking as big risk factors, but also another big one in there and and you know that contributes towards mm. um cancers and diabetes um cardiovascular or heart disease is obesity now finally ellen uh, it may be one of those broad questions that are uh, similar to the one i asked you earlier what is the first step does one take uh, on the road to finding a way to manage their obesity and even their weight in the long run i think um one of the biggest things is being consciously ready to do it. Hmm. You know, if you, there's so many fad diets out there. There's, there's so many things that you can try. And, and the worst thing for someone to go through if they are trying to lose weight is failure because they've gone and uh, received the, the incorrect advice or the incorrect advice for them. So getting the, the right advice from a nutritional um, professional who has been trained to give the right um, information for following a, a program.